what was it like during free agency and pondering your future going from a place that, you know, 16 and two, uh, close to a gray cup, won a gray cup here in Saskatchewan and say, you know what? I'm ready for change. Yeah. Um, so with not having a CFL agent, it was pretty stressful. Um, trying to figure everything else like out on my own. Um, you know, trying to, trying to do math and trying to figure out where the best situation was for me, offensive wise, defensive wise for teams. But it came down to a, a gut feeling. Um, I didn't really look at the numbers too much there towards the end. It was who I trusted as a coach um, and who I wanted to be like um, maybe one day when I'm coaching. So I followed Coach Mace and uh, Coach Ed, who was my running back coach in Toronto, um, here to uh, Sask. So when you talk about Corey Mace, what is it? What's the connection like? What what is it about him? And a lot of the players talk about the connection they feel and have felt towards Corey Mace as he's been their coach, especially a guy who is concentrating on defense while you're on offense. Yeah. Um, through my uh, couple years just um, learning from Coach Mace, um, his ability to control his emotions in a high-stressful situation has uh, been the biggest thing that I've been trying to study because um, sometimes I can get a little hot-headed out there and uh, – <laughs> Start yelling, start screaming, you know, uh, voice my opinion. Um, but his ability to um, kind of slow his heart rate down, figure out how he needs to talk to the players to get them motivated and going. And then he's he's one to, to you know, practice what he's preaching. He's in there in the weight room before I get in there, um, which normally I uh, pride myself on. But uh, there's a certain hour I'm not going to get up to, to go into the weight room <laughs> during season. I need that sleep. But he's in there before me. Drew, you're in there at 6 a.m., right? You, you, you're, yeah, you're I'm, I'm up. Yeah, I'm one of those guys, AJ. I'm one of those early guys that gets up because if I don't get it done by, I'm, if I'm not going by seven, I'm not doing going at all. So I understand what, you, what you're saying there. Um, your running style, I've, we talked about it last season and we talked about it a lot. And then we talk about Christian McCaffrey. I see similarities. Always moving your legs, always driving forward, falling forward, refusing to go down. Where did you develop that style? Or how did you develop that style is probably a better question. Um, it, it, it started uh, early um, in my peewee, peewee games um, back in youth football um, where coaches kind of pride yourself on um, don't go down on first contact. Uh, it should take the whole team to bring you down. Um, and then that just kind of developed through high school. I had a hard-nosed high school football coach. We ran the triple option. And uh, what we said, it was uh, uh, three yards and a bucket of blood. Um, it, it is all that offense is. And uh, then once you get to the the college game, we went a little bit more spread, so the defense kind of opened up a little bit. So you, you attack that mentality to a more open field, um, and, and you get a little bit bigger gains. And, um, yeah, add that mindset to the offensive line, and you got a crazy good offense. I, I've got, I, I'm a big fight guy. I, I love MMA, I, I, boxing and WWE, which maybe we'll get a chance to talk about one of these days, but the, there's a time I think in every fight where you can see that you're winning the will, you, the will war is yours. You can see when the fighter, when the fighter knows that he's got the other guy, do you know that? Is there a time in the game when you're running and running and running, just bowling over guys that, you know, I've got this guy. Yeah, yeah, and it's something you don't see until late in the game. Um, you you tell yourself, you tell your teammates over and over again the first, second quarter, keep attacking, keep attacking, body shot, body shot, body shot. 
Uh, and then in the third and fourth quarter, they're going to be tired of tackling you. They're going to be tired of uh, picking themselves up off the ground. And uh, that's when the big plays come in. That's when the receivers and the quarterbacks get to have fun, too. A.J. Olette joining us, the new uh, running back. Although, I, I liked what you said earlier today. You're, you said, uh, I'm, a, I'm not a running back. I'm a football player. I like that. How? Where does that mindset come from? Like, put me anywhere, coach. I'll just play. Yeah, that was a, a mindset I had early on. Um, all through junior high, high school, I played both ways. I uh, I was a running back, and then I played linebacker and safety um, all through high school. Uh, in college, um, I was a walk on. So special teams is how I made the the you know starting lineup. Um, I ended up starting halfway through my freshman year and then uh, the the rest was history from there but even sophomore year I was playing running back and we had a bunch of injuries at linebacker so I switched to linebacker for two games um, in, in college so uh, that whole mindset of just put me on the field and I'm gonna play ball the best way I can. AJ Olette with us uh, of course uh, played at the University of Ohio uh, the one player that we all know from that university in Canada would be his former quarterback Nathan Rourke what did you know before everybody else knew of Nathan Rourke when you were watching him uh, come in for the BC Lions? Yeah, uh, the one thing I knew is uh, you're not going to be able to count this guy out. Um, once he has his mind set on what he wants to do, he's going to work. doesn't matter if he doesn't sleep for a week. I think he's going to work until he gets that job done. And um, I'm, I'm glad he uh, got the opportunity over at BC like he did. Um, stepped in at that starting position, and I knew he was going to take off. And now I'm just waiting for him to get a chance in the NFL because it seems like uh, everybody's trying not to give him the shot he deserves. But um, in my opinion, um, he should be a starting quarterback somewhere. Uh, well, maybe New England could uh, use him. Sounds like they're done with Mac okay. Jones. Uh, anyways, uh, A.J. Olette uh, with us here on the Green Zone. A.J., have you set your expectations yet for yourself? Is there something you wait till? training camp I know you all everybody's got goals if you want to be a great athlete you have to have them yeah um I have off-season goals um normally those come with training um right. you know in the weight room speed wise and all that but with joining a new team a whole new uh locker room full of uh, uh, brothers I need to voice uh my leadership reach out to some of these guys start uh start connecting see if we can get on some zoom calls um and even get together and do things besides football uh, to get to know each other. Um, and Trevor's going to be a huge help. I only live about an hour away from him back in Ohio. Um, so we're going to get together when I get home um, and then set up some meetings with some of these other players. That's important, isn't it, to have that that chemistry. But it's hard to explain, you know, chemistry, culture, identity. I think they're a bunch of different things. But in order to have that, in order to, in my opinion, to have culture, you have to have chemistry first. Would you agree with that? Yes, a hundred percent. You have to kind of bond and uh, you know practice with uh, with these guys um, to prove and to to know that, like in the fourth quarter, um, when your back's against the line, that the the guy next to you put in just as much work as you did, and um, like I tell people, um, you win games with good men not great people. And uh, shout out to coach Ed for that quote. Um, oh, I'm stealing. Sorry. I'm stealing that one. Big point. I'm stealing that one. That's going to be used on a hockey broadcast in the near future. That's great. That's a great line. Yeah. So if we can get a locker room full of just good men, um, we're going to, we're going to see some big wins this year.
I'm, he he I'm literally right just now. wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> he literally, literally just, just like, writing it down right now on the phone. Like, That's uh, coming uh, in my okay, sayings. Absolutely. You have to give AJ uh, Olet the credit, or Coach Ed, the yeah. running back coach, of course, uh, as well. Uh, AJ, when you, uh, coach, uh, Corey Mace and Jeremy O'Day said it today about, okay, we can sign all these players, but it's up to them. How, how much do you embrace that rather than it's up to the coaches to motivate? It's up to the general manager. It's up to you now to win as a team, as a group in that locker room. Yeah, so that was the biggest thing I talked with Coach Mace. Is he said he's going to bring in the best best guys he can, but once it comes down to you know camp starting, it is the, the men in the locker room um, showing up, working for each other, um, and that, that, that's how you win games. Coaches can put you in the right position, but you know if you're not um, being vocal to your teammates, if you're not uh, being the leader that you should be, um, the wins are going to happen. Okay, another big thing about AJ Olette, we're finding out the, the Thor hammer thing, which is relatively new, right? Like this well, this doesn't go back to university or anything. This is like just this past season. Yeah. yeah. Who called you Thor for the first time? Do you uh, remember? I, I can't remember the first person. Um, I know I showed up to camp with my hair just freshly bleached, and that's when some of the um, Thor comments were, were being said. And then uh, my nephew bought me the Thor hammer, um, one of the first couple games of the season. And I brought it out for that that Hamilton game, and the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> Are you embracing it though? Like oh, you're like, hey, it's cool to have a brand, I guess. Yeah, as yeah. you develop into a star of this league. Yeah, definitely. And being Thor is not the worst thing you can be. So I'm, <laughs> I'm taking it and I'm running with it. And of course, uh, the plush Thor hammers are already in the Rider Store. That was before they even signed them. Of course. Rider store ingenuity right yeah, there. I, I don't know how they get, set that up it. and how they knew. But hey, I, If I'm you, I'm going back in and re- renegotiating my contract saying, hey, wait a second. There's going to be a merchandise deal in here somewhere. Uh, but uh, wrestling too. You, you, you're still going to go in the ring this this upcoming spring yeah, in Toronto? So, uh, March 9th uh, nice. in Toronto, the Danforth uh, Greektown Wrestling. Um, that'll nice. be... My first solo match and my last match for a while, probably. Yeah, as as we were talking on the break, he might turn heel in Toronto there for this one. <laughs> but really? also, if you if, awesome. if you want to, I think we were talking about it myself, Britton Gray, Scott, Drew. You have a tag team here in Saskatchewan. Lake Corte Moore, your new teammate, was at what is it the WWE Performance Center? Performance I want to call it Training Center, but they say Performance, yeah, performance Center. Center. So there you go. You can set up a. Tag team oh, with Lake Corte Moore. 100%. Have him come in last minute. Um, he also un- has long unnoticed. hair, too, right? Schmazel. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I'll say that'd be <laughs> I don't know if I'm at the level he is, but um, if he'll bring me on, I'll, I'll accept. <laughs> well, AJ, awesome. it was great to uh, get to know you a little better. Thanks for uh, coming into the studio. And again, welcome to Saskatchewan. Can't wait to see you on the field. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited.